about couching You've got, what, 40 minutes? That's more than enough time. <clears throat> we'll just keep it really kind of snappy and stuff then. It's now taking me to the live streaming page, which is not where I want to go. I want to stay on here. This meeting has been live streamed. Okay, got it. Right, so now this will be on... <laughs> If I've done this properly, it'll be on Twitter, it'll be on um, it'll be on YouTube, it'll be on uh, two Facebook groups, LinkedIn, and I think that's it. So okay, if anyone's right. watching anywhere else, just let us know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I can't see any comments, but what I will do is I'll go and check like Facebook halfway through and see if anybody's got any questions or that. Okay. Um, but... Um, this is the first one, and I'm so happy that I'm doing it. Oh, I'm so honoured. Great. I'm so excited. And and just, I want to just extend, like, a welcome to anybody that's new to this or to us, um, and anyone that's new or, or struggling, because um, this is the place to be, and, and I'm sure that all the wisdom that you're going to pass on today is just going to um, give people lots to think about and, and lots to do. So... Um, so I'm Andrea from Dominant Mindset Coaching. I was a dominatrix for 12 years and, and now I'm a confidence coach. Um, and I met Nuna um, just almost a year ago now, isn't it? Maybe yeah. about that. Um, who's also a fellow coach. So so Nuna, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us yeah. what you bit about you? Okay, perfect. I'm Nuna um, and I'm a life coach and I specialise in achieving your goals and falling in love with yourself um and I really believe I'm so passionate about everybody loving themselves as much as I, they can because I think the more you fall in love with yourself the more you can show up in the world authentically and the more you can give and the more you can achieve in your life so that's something I'm so passionate about especially women Amazing, amazing. And I love that, like falling in love with yourself. Because mm. when we talk about falling in love, it's always about other people, isn't it? And pinning that onto, oh, I fell in love with a car, I fell in love with that outfit, I fell in love with the house, but we never really say it about ourselves. Is that something you see? When I, like, I'm doing a couple of talks about this at the moment, and when I start by saying, like, I love me mm-hmm. and I love who I am. And then I ask, like, does anyone get triggered by that? And people do, because people end up thinking, like, oh, why, why do you love yourself? Like, you know, and, and, the, and, and the reason people get triggered is because they, it's, it's not expected in this society to um, be able to say, like, I love who I am. I love, it doesn't mean that you're, and it's coming from a place of, love not a place of arrogance and that's a really big difference it's not that I'm better than someone else it's just that I love who I am so what does that mean that means if you love who you are you won't punish yourself by drinking too much eating too much and what will you do then you'll nourish your body because you love your body and you'll feed it well and you'll look after it and then if you love yourself so much if somebody does something that upsets you you'll think oh maybe they'll have a bad day instead of oh that's because I'm not a good enough person and see look what they're doing and then get more and more triggered by other people's actions whereas if you can come to things with love for yourself then it's so much easier to love others as as well and I'm just so passionate about that 
but that leads into a whole like world of empathy as well for other people and I guess yeah. loving yourself everyone benefits from that yeah so exactly. I love that. and I yeah. think it's so powerful for women as well because it's so it's like you can you say like you can see these women that sometimes put each other down and they can be really jealous of each other and um you know men generally don't really have that they can like be like oh well done mate you know good to see that whereas I think because women naturally have lower self-confidence um we can again feel triggered and envy and like oh why does she have that and I don't whereas if you true if women we loved ourselves I think that is that is going to create women empowerment because if you really really love yourself I can look at you Andrea and be like good on you good for what you're doing oh give me some tips like show me show me how you do it instead of like oh why has Andrea got that and I haven't so I think that, women empowerment starts with self-love that is exactly my experience of you that's exactly who you are all the time you're always like amazing that's great brilliant and you're the type of person that people just naturally gravitate towards because of that because you know that there's never a bad word there's never a an undertone or anything like that it's just genuine like authentic good on you like and I love that I think that's amazing more people need to do that and I guess coming from a domination background where it was all about strong women and it was all about you know women stuck together and if and if a guy stepped out of line oh everyone knew about it and it, it was we all looked after each other there was a wee bit of competition because we're all in business right but Mm. by and large if one person steps out of line everyone gets around them Mm. Uh, and I I just I really love that community and that sense of like you knew you were looked after and protected and we all bigged each other up so so if you could if you could summarize it like what what do you think makes a woman powerful okay so goes back to what honestly I think the most powerful thing in a woman and the sexiest as well is when she's just really sure of herself and and is confident and has that like inner um, ability to see other women as beautiful as they are. Like I honestly think every single woman is so beautiful and every woman has so much to offer. And I think a powerful woman is someone who steps into her own and can just really own who she is totally unapologetically and just be like, this is me, this is who I am. Love it. And what's something that maybe you've had to battle through that's helped you to create your power and and helped you to come out or something that you've come out the other side of more powerful as a result? Yeah, so I was in quite an abusive relationship when I was 19, 17 to 19. And when I came out of that, I kind of gravitated towards um I've got a group of friends who were who were guys and they just really bigged me up and (laughs) it just really made me realize like oh my god how did I allow that to happen and because I had moved away from that low self-worth and um just wanting to get somebody to love me because I didn't love myself I realized god I I that would never happen to me again And so I started on this journey of like giving myself all the love that I needed um, so that I never had to settle for less. And I never would accept anything unless it was unless it served me and served me from a place of of 
you know, kindness to myself. So that was a really big turning point for me. Cool. And, and what was that like for you to reach that turning point? Oh, it was just so, it was so empowering. It was, it was kind of a double-edged sword because on one level, I was so upset that I'd allowed myself to, to go that low and to see some of the things that I saw. But yeah. I think on another level, I'm really blessed that I went through that because mm-hmm. I, I became so much stronger than I think I ever would have been had that not happened. And I am so um, aligned with my worth now and aligned with um, what I can give to myself without asking it for anyone else, which is, you know, self-love and affirmation and strength. And I don't need it from anyone else. Good, 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 good. And so what were some of the lessons that you learned as a result of that? I learned that if you are looking for someone else to make you feel better about yourself, Mm -hmm. you will be like little puppies taking scraps. Like, oh, just Mm -hmm. give me this and give me that. Give me that, whatever it is, without it actually being a meal that's going to be healthy or, you know, you will just take like the low hanging fruit, whatever's there, because you're quite happy to be like, oh, well, I'll take anything you've got to give me as opposed to um, I... I'm, I'm going to walk into this or take this because it's serving me and it's it's filling me up as opposed to it's like I'm empty and so please give me something. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And um, so I've got some fun questions I wanted to ask. And this is kind of just to see, and I'll, I'll ask these questions to every single client because I just love the breadth of answers I get. And it gives me a real insight into how they make their world up. So, Mm. um, and some people give me very, very practical answers, right? And you'll understand when I ask the questions. And some people give me really wide, and and I'm just like, wow, like people that I didn't even expect to have these kind of dreams, like, and other people who thought they knew what they wanted has this Mm. turned on their head when they do this exercise. So, um, so this is something that I wanted to do with people just because I just love getting these answers so so there's two things that's guaranteed in our life right and one of them is that we're all going to die one day yeah and this is this this sort of question exercise <clears throat> was one of the massive turning points in my life as well where I started to think about what do I really want so one of the things is that we are all going to die one day and the other thing is we don't know when so, I mean, I could face plant in the middle of this conversation with a massive heart attack. Hopefully I don't, right? But yeah. I don't know what's around the corner. Mm. You hear about people having massive strokes at the age of 50 and they just didn't know and then they've lost one side of their body but they're filled with regret because they didn't go on the boat trip that they said they were always going to do. They didn't walk up that yeah. hill they said they were and now they can and it's like... But so what I want to ask you is if you knew for a fact that you only had 24 hours left on this planet how would you spend them oh my god so easy so basically I would (laughs) hire the most beautiful villa in Ibiza that's (laughs) like facing onto the sea I would bring my favorite DJ to play I would get my family my friends um and I would just literally party and because 
where I'm in my element when I'm having fun, when I'm dancing, um, and I, I definitely get myself a stage that we could all dance on. Yeah, I would just literally live it up and have like lobster and you know all the most amazing food, champagne. Yeah, I would absolutely be living it up. I love it. And is it anything that you would stop doing? What I would I would stop doing? Do you know what I would really stop? kind of looking too much in the future as well um mm-hmm. as I build my business it's like where what is it going to be and where am I going to take it I would just enjoy the ride um a bit more and just definitely stop looking at my phone so much <laughs> <laughs> um okay cool so if you had a week how would you spend it which gives you a wee bit more um, bit more time I think god god there's a real theme with my partying here (laughs) (laughs) I would hire a private jet and just um go to all my favorite cities in the world with my favorite people and show my kids the world and just take them around and just be like this this is what I did when I was here and just try and teach my kids something about how diverse the world is love it and again in a week is there anything that you would stop doing um I stopped doing I would I'd probably stop going to the gym every day because it wouldn't matter <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like eat the cake um yeah what would I stop doing I mean definitely I'd stop definitely again stop scrolling um wouldn't be wasting my time on things that didn't matter that's for sure and and then if you had a year how would you spend it okay all right so if I had a year what I would do is try and generate as much money as I could by transforming as many people's lives as I could and one of the things that I really want to do is set up a charity so I would really try and so I would still do a few of the getting my friends together but do it as a (laughs) fundraiser and yeah. put some of that money into setting up a charity, which I really want to do. I really want to, my passion is to open up um, an NLP school for kids where kids get to learn how to use their mind from a young age um, and a charity for street kids as well. Oh, my gosh. Right. OK. And again, with a year, like, what would you what would you stop doing? What would you give up? Um, what would I give up? a hard question do you know procrastination I would just stop all these like little actions that I do to keep busy and just be a lot more focused and actually that's a pretty good question because now I'm thinking (laughs) 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 see it opens up so many things yeah it really does everything that's important to you becomes apparent when you're faced with that and and, you know, the question that was asked to me was, um, see if you died tomorrow, how do you think you would be remembered? Mm. And I was like, fuck, I'm just an angry <laughs> dominatrix, right? Somebody that's <laughs> drunk all the time, pissed off. Mm. And um, and I kind of, I just let it go, and, and but it rattled about in my head, something rotten. And I'm mm. like, oh, why did you have to ask me that? Because now I'm thinking about, I'm thinking ahead, like, how would I be, how would people speak about me in my funeral? That's what I was starting to think. And then... Yeah. And I'm like, what would be the last conversation that I had with people? Because that's what people remember. That's what we all talk about at funerals, isn't it? What was the last thing that you said to them? How was that last day that you had with them? When was the last time Mm. that you saw them? 
So now I'm so aware of that, that I make sure that even if we're having conflict, that every single conversation interaction is left in, a, in some sort of positive note, because if it was to happen to them or to me, then I want to make sure that that last interaction is always positive. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, it led on to like me deciding, well, what do I want my legacy to be? So... So I've got another couple of questions. It's I would say, just to interrupt, Jandra, I would say you have embodied that because when I think of you, I always think like you've got such, you're always smiling. You've got this really, but it's not like just grinning. You've got this really authentic, beautiful smile and you always leave something for someone, like try and help someone in doing something. And you, it's like, I just think you, you can tell you're embodying that. You can really <laughs> yeah. tell, and I love that. Yeah, I try, and I try and just kind of, I just want, I want people to remember me as, as being helpful or nice or kind or something. Mm. And even if we don't go on, yeah, I just don't want a bad word to be said about me. And I know I can't control that all the time, but I know I can do what I can do yeah. um, as far as I can. And I'm okay with that because I can sleep at night. And there's yeah. some people who will never like me, who will never, they, they will always have this issue with me. And that's okay too. I know that I've done what I can. Yeah. And I'll not badmouth them and I'll not say anything wrong about them. I just wish them well and that's it. And and, and I know that I can I can sleep at night because of it. So so now we're going to look at um on this kind of time theme again. So what what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self right now? Oh God, I would just I would just tell her to just <sighs> To, I would definitely tell to travel more, mm-hmm. not get married so young. <laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I would just say that what I was looking for at that age, I would get. So I wanted to know that I would a man would fall in love with me, who would love me just for me, and I would end up with kids, and I would have my own company. And I wish I could just say, you're going to get that. So just don't go searching for it do everything else that you can um and that it's all going to be all right cool and now what do you think your 90 year old self would say to you right now oh wow she would definitely tell me to (laughs) stop losing my temper (laughs) (laughs) and that it doesn't matter if my five-year-old son puts his own shoes on or not I was a real thing with my kids, like, do it yourself. And now, mummy, help me. And I, you know, I just think, oh, does it really matter? Like, just do whatever I can do to make my kids as happy as possible. And um, yeah, just calm down. Just really, I think calming down is a big one for me. And what legacy would you love to leave? Yeah, I would love to leave a legacy of that I empowered every woman that I met and that I I helped people transform their lives and that I helped kids to understand how to use their brain. I'd love to do that. Amazing. And um, and another thing that I like to, to get people in touch with is their powerful why, like why they're doing things. Because I believe that if you've got a strong enough why, you can withstand any how. 
So even though it's hard, even though it's like when I was doing the, the trade union campaign, it was 17 hour days, it was unpaid. And I, you know, I had half the internet shouting at me, like leaving horrific comments on posts Aww. and stuff. Um, and you know, half my there was conflict within the group as well because people have got different ideas about how things should be done and trying to lead that and keep everyone happy. Um, that, that was really, really difficult. But I knew why I was doing it, mm. and I knew what I was aiming towards, and I knew what the greater good was in that. And that's what got me out of bed in the morning. And that's what kept me going until 11, half 11 at night when people around me are going, shut your fucking laptop. Mm. Like, put it down, go to bed, you need sleep. And um, <clears throat> that was the thing that was getting me opening my messages, even though I knew there might be something in there that I don't want to read. Yeah. And, and it kept me going. And, and I didn't know it at the time, but it was because I had that why. It's only looking back now that I can see just how powerful that was. That dragged me out of bed in the morning, mm. had me put my face on TV, had me put my face into the newspapers, knowing that my head's above the parapet and not everyone's going to like it. So, so in all of this... Um, what is your powerful why? Like, what is the, the why that's driving you? Yeah, I think for me, I've got, it's funny because I've got whys for different areas of my life. And I think for what I'm doing in my coaching, my why is that if if one person and, and one woman can love herself more, mm-hmm. I will be leaving the, ple- the world in a better place, that there would be less hatred, less judgment, more empowerment. Um, women can use their voice more. I mean, if women ruled the world, the world would be a totally different place. And I really, <laughs> I really think things are changing. Things are starting to change. And yeah. it's the talking to the young women and saying, like, you don't have to um, put do things that don't feel right just to feel love. Like, all you need is that love yourself. So that's for my work. Um, my why on a personal level is my kids just you know, everything is just for them and my family. And I just want to be the best mother, daughter, wife, friend that I can be and just have touched their souls a little bit. Um, yeah, that's to leave the world in a bit of a better place than I found it. Cool. And do you mind if we go a bit deeper on that to see yeah. if there's any other wives? Okay, so so why is all of that important to you? Like take the take the women for example. Why is it yeah. important to you that women feel good about themselves and love yeah, themselves? I don't. I don't want anyone to have be in a situation where they're with someone who beats them up and then stays with them, because that just comes from lack of self love and lack of self worth. And or anyone to um, have someone say something derogatory to them and think it's okay instead of saying, no, that is not okay. I'm going to report you to the police or I'm leaving or, you know, to, to go back. Like the first time is mm-hmm. you can go, but there's a saying, isn't it? I can't remember it top of my head, but the second time you're kind of welcoming it and it's, it's, it pains me to, to think anyone else could go through that. It really does, at my core, mm-hmm. hurt me. Um, so, yeah, that's... And so why is it important to you that you prevent all of that? Why is it important to me to prevent that? Because I think 
I think if, if we were, were able to say no to pain, outside pain, then mm-hmm. we can, you know, we can do more. We can protect the people who need to be protected. And that's important because that's what this world is about. It's helping each other and supporting each other and, you know, like giving each other a lift, a lift to get up, you know. And I think if we all did that, the world would just be a much kinder place. Um, yeah. And, I hope I've <laughs> and why is all that important to you? Um, because I just love people. I really do genuinely have such a love for people. And I just, I think, I think kindness is, just goes such a long way and it all starts within ourselves. Love it. Absolutely love it. So um, the last um, last question that I've got for you is, do you have any final advice for any women that are watching just now on how they can help to love themselves or, or any other area that you think might be helpful for them? Yeah, I would, I would, for women especially, I would say we really watch the way you're talking to yourself. Like when you get up in the morning and you put something on, don't sit there and say oh I look disgusting like if that's what you think then throw that piece of garment out and wear something else you know do your hair put the makeup on if that's what you want to do but don't not do it and then you know put yourself down in the day and say like oh I look awful oh I look bad like talk to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend and Mm -hmm big yourself up like there is no shame in saying like I'm a good mother I'm a good human being I'm a good friend um that's the best advice I would say is really watch how you talk to yourself because you're the only one you've got at night it's with you and your thoughts you might as well make them good ones (laughs) yes absolutely um cool so this has been just so insightful and so incredible just hearing all of this and and hearing about just how important it really is to love yourself and the difference that it will make not just for you but the world because that's a world impact if every single person just loved themselves a little bit more there'd be less conflict there'd be less arguments there'd be less tearing each other down there'd be whole entire full people that are that are saying no to to domestic violence to abuse to all of these things and, and I've been there myself as well. When I was 17, I was with a guy that was flinging things at me, dragging me about the house. Through, I was going out with my friend one day and he, he tipped an entire drink over my head so I couldn't go out. And when I challenged oh, no. him on it, he threw, you know, remember the big house phones with the big cordless, mm. big heavy thing, threw that directly at my face. And, um, and when I finally get the courage to split up with him he headbutted me and broke my nose so I had a broken nose from the age of 17 that's why I went and got my nose done finally um and it's just but I went back because I didn't love myself yeah I thought this is all I'm going to be able to get this is as good as it gets but now I'm in that place of well it's not it's not me that has to sit up with those thoughts at night knowing what I've done to another person it's not that's not my guilt to carry if someone was to, you know, 
to try and abuse me or lie to me or cheat on me or any of these things I don't need to deal with that I'll sleep soundly at night but it's them that has to sit with that every single day so um and and I just don't accept it anymore it's like you know meet me in the middle or just don't and that's it so so yeah I love that um okay cool so how can people get in contact with you yeah, so I'm on Instagram under Noonan Afusi. Um, my website is noonanafusi.com. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. So all the usual ways I'm there. I'm active and yeah, get in touch if you want to fall in love with yourself a little bit more. Um, I <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you and so we'll... much for inviting me. I loved it. Yeah, amazing. And I'll, I'll get the, the copy over to you so that you can send it on and all of that stuff. But um, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Let me work it out.